0: So relationships aren't always easy and they can be complicated, toxic or even abusive. And sometimes we get into relationships with expectations not shared with our partners. We have dreams of a future that our partners do not share in. And so today I tell you the story of my five year long relationship, the ups and downs, the lessons I learned and how it ended. And I also talk about how God met me amidst pain and hopelessness, you all. I was hopeless, and I will tell you how. In my mind, I was already married. I was already a wife, and no one could tell me otherwise. So, you all don't want to miss this. And hello, welcome back to Journal of a Christian Millennial for the Single diaries but series for the Single diaries series. Yes, and I am beyond excited to be back. And I really have plenty of exciting topics to talk about as time goes by. But for now it is officially story time anyway so today i'm telling you about my relationship and so the first relationship the first time i ever dated was right after my high school i think a couple of months after my high school and i was pretty excited i had never really been in a relationship and so i didn't know what the rules of a relationship were if i may call it that and but anyway that only lasted a very short time approximately six months i think about six months and it was because uh he told me he wouldn't do a long distance relationship a long distance relationship that would be had so i was going for campus uh pretty far from home and yes so that was the issue and he broke up with me and honestly that devastated me because at the time i just felt like no if i don't have a boyfriend then no, i'm not complete but anyway so he broke up with me i went to campus and i met people i met new people and so this this guy that i ended up dating in campus i actually met him on the very first day when i during registration and honestly i was head over heels for that guy for some reason i just noticed him we never really talked never exchanged numbers so yes that was pretty interesting and so fast forward to after the registration and school has started and i actually went after registration i came back home but then i later went back to school and so that was an exciting time i didn't know anybody and well i didn't even know the guy's name so oh no wait did i got the guy's name for the first time i think so anyway so there was no way of actually contacting him and so i was like oh okay this is just stop dreaming girl stop dreaming he's too good looking for you probably and you know well uh i was my esteem when i was getting into campus wasn't exactly it and i was pretty still pretty had a lot of safe I mean body image issues I had a lot of esteem issues I had anger issues so it was a whole lot of well a whole other situation with with my issues but then after some time he was able to get my number and then we started talking and so it was pretty exciting knowing that you know my crush I mean I was talking to my crush so that was pretty exciting and it took a whole year before we actually started dating and I remember for the first year I was still nursing my heartbreak and I knew in my head that I needed to take at least an year before I actually thought about dating again. And so it was pretty much me being proud, me playing hard to get. And well, a lot of things happened during that time. And well, I wasn't really I wasn't exactly the nicest person, plus I was still kind of angry at guys for not noticing me before, you know, and uh, so honestly people did guys didn't even approach me you guys (laughs) anyway and so at that time I was still dealing with that issue of being so angry at the world so angry at everybody because I mean how dare you notice me right now and you never noticed me before but I was getting angry at the wrong people I was angry at the wrong people because those are people I had never met before and you know I was just unleashing my anger on them but anyway fast forward to the second year in campus and yeah that's when we started dating i remember we started dating right before we went we opened school for our second year and yeah things were pretty pretty nice things started out pretty well and i was excited i mean i was dating you guys i was dating someone who looked good i was dating a tall person so yeah that was exciting because i mean society dictates that you date someone who's cute someone who's tall someone you know all those societal standards that everybody thinks they need to well comply with i thought the same too but anyway so uh the f- uh, it was a pretty nice time and so i remember after some time though, so it was the first time he actually ever cheated and well that crushed me it really really crushed me and at the time i, I still had never really gotten intimate with anybody i mean like kissing the making out yes but like i had never really gone all the way because for me sex sex is sex. i have always thought about sex as something really sacred and so in my mind i just knew that if i was going to have sex with someone it was going to be someone special it was going to be someone i loved it was going to be someone i actually i actually foresaw a future with someone i will eventually get married to and spend my life with and so it really took took quite a while for me to actually not, to actually get intimate with him. And yeah, so I remember the first time he cheated, we actually had never really gotten intimate and well, that crushed me. And I remember he told me that I needed to let him go so that he would deal with it as a man. But at the time I was just like, no, I am in love with you and I don't care what you say. I I want you to stay. And I, I remember I was literally begging him to just, you know, tell the other girl that, no, you just go and everything. And I really insisted and eventually yeah that happened and so well happy me happy girl the, well he came back and after that time I remember that's when I think after a couple of weeks I'm not really sure but yeah that's when he got intimate but you know I think for me that the cheat the first time he cheated would have actually been a red flag for me but I didn't see it that way this girl was in love and you could not tell her anything and so yeah, and furthermore, I thought this was the guy I was getting married to. So, how was I going to leave this guy? And so, uh, but anyway, it did not really, <laughs> I just ignored the red flag. So, yeah, and over the years, he didn't stop. And it was cheating over and over again. And I remember how that really, really crushed me. Anytime I would find out, like, I, anything. And, you know, deep down, I I knew so when you actually have sex and um uh, there's a soul tie that gets created and so this soul tie you're really you're basically one you you're one in body and in flesh and in spirit i think and so yeah so deep down i knew that something was just wasn't right but this girl uh-uh. so i just kept on holding on to so many things i kept holding on to that relationship and you know i thought that i was going to be the girl who changes things i thought i was going to be the girl you know who makes him stop cheating and so over time i i definitely lost my self-esteem completely and so you know i have come into a relationship with issues with body issues with esteem issues and all that and so here comes someone who actually starts preferring other people to me you know i have given myself to him but then it doesn't seem like I am enough and so he goes out to look for someone else and that really 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 made me feel so degraded and my self-esteem so my my insecurities were amplified started being amplified and you know I didn't have any self-respect left I just didn't have any self-worth because at that point I was just like you know what I'm just never going to be enough and the more he cheated the harder I tried the harder I loved the harder I the more I did things that I thought would please him and honestly from that time it was just downhill and I remember I think in my third year of campus it was this one morning that um, I had spent the night at his place and so I was walking from his place back to my place and I just felt shame I, I just felt so ashamed so so ashamed and It was a feeling i couldn't explain but i was so empty i was so i literally felt like a walking zombie i didn't look forward to anything i didn't even i honestly couldn't think about anything i didn't look forward to anything i didn't have any aspirations i didn't have any interests literally literally anyway literally so and at the time i had really isolated myself from people because everybody my friends my close friends kept telling me no babe you deserve this you deserve better you deserve better but how could i deserve better when i didn't even value myself enough to acknowledge that you know this person was wasn't treating me well because that that was that was how little i valued myself and so okay so after that i mean i went to my place and you know life moved on and the relationship continued but then I remember I think in my last year of campus so my friends came to my place one time and I remember I think it was right after my birthday or anyway and so my friends came and you know I let me just call it an intervention and they came and kept telling me oh hey babe you know your guy has been cheating on you and you know it was a small campus so people knew people and you know clubbing same place and well people were into each other's business so people knew and apparently they had been talking with like we were there there was a group of friends that we had and they had been talking because people knew but I did not know I never had that even once and so my friends come and tell me all that and I remember how much I cried that day and how much I wished that it wasn't true but deep down I knew it was true and so yeah that was pretty hard for me to hear and but anyway, you would think this girl would walk away, but she did not. Anyway, <laughs> so my friend tells me at the time I had, I had left my duvet at his place, and so my friend tells me, "Hey, let me take you to take your duvet, and then we can come back." But I was like, "No, let me just go by myself. I won't, I won't be long because it was at night." And so I went, but instead of taking my duvet, I went and talked to him, and you know, I asked him all those questions and told him all the allegations that were being thrown at him and of course he denied everything and so afterwards i really didn't talk much with him but then i remember him texting me and being like you've known me for so long but yet you trust your friends more you trust your friends more than you trust me and you know at that point i was just like oh wait i mean i should be trusting you right and so i think that was the breaking point with my friends because i they just walked away they didn't know what else to tell me because they came told me all this and yeah i still went back and so that was pretty pretty tough and yeah but anyway so the cycle that was the cycle toward my campus and so after campus i mean i am mentally ready to settle down and here i am expecting and hoping for the best and you know being like oh okay so now we can get married you know i'm already a wife so what else i mean I am doing everything a wife does and so what else is remaining and so yeah fast forward into the year like about eight eight months into the year after campus and so I find he tells me that he cheated with somebody and at the back of my mind I knew I was done that that was the breaking point for me and i knew i was done but i so desperately desperately wanted to hold on to that relationship that i kept pushing for answers and i really wanted to know what happened i really wanted to know why you know and that hurt that really 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 hurt and it was almost as if my whole world came crashing because how can i how can i just put my hope in this person and just wait for things to happen and you know you come tell me one day that you cheated and well that was hard that was hard and so one month later he calls me and tells me that we need to talk and I was like okay what's going on and then he tells me that this lady that he cheated with was expecting and my world everything everything just crashed down on me and I think that was that has to be the toughest moment that was like such a tough point in my life and so just to take you back to campus there was a time i i asked him why why does he cheat you know because i wanted to know was i not enough was i was i not pretty enough did i not have the qualities that he was looking for what was he looking for in those other people and so i remember him telling me that he cheated because i thought because he thought i used to cheat and so at that point i just wanted to just be perfect i just wanted to just not giving give him a reason to cheat and so i loved more i did more i sacrificed my myself more you know because i thought that this was going it would change him i thought this was going to be his turning point i thought he was going to actually realize what he had in front of him but that was not the case and so it left me really drained. i remember just how much weight i lost because there were nights i would cry myself to sleep because of the kind of stress i had and you know it was just a lot i didn't have friends to actually you you know lean lean on and so it was really, it was a really really tough period and the whole time i didn't really think of living i mean i'm not saying i was perfect at all i was not perfect but then at the the whole period of time i did not think of living you know i just wanted to salvage that relationship but then at the end of the day, exactly what I ignored from the word go is what, you know, what ended that relationship. And that was hard for me. So after, after him telling me that, you know, and so I texted that lady and I was like, oh, hey, congratulations. I pray for the best for you. And yo, this girl just texted me insult after insult after insult. And I was like, what have I done? I mean, you're the one who, you know my guy cheated you with, cheated on me with, but yo, it was a whole other different story. Apparently, I was never in the picture. Never, ever in the picture. And so, it was such a tough time for me. And believe it or not, I still stuck around. Like, I still stuck around because I was like, no, I have to make sure he's okay emotionally. I have to make sure he's just okay. And so, he's telling me one thing. And from whatever that lady texted me was something totally different. And honestly i knew he was lying i really really deep down i knew he was lying but i wanted to so much believe him and it was just it was just a really messed up situation but at that point is when i knew i needed to walk away i just needed to walk away that was no longer my burden to bear because i almost took it up on myself to just carry that burden that burden for him and it, I just came to the realization that, you know what, if I stay here, I'm never going to live. And that is, this is just not my burden to carry. And to some extent, I think I am very appreciative that whatever happened, happened. Because I don't think I would have ever been able to walk away from that toxicity, to be honest. And so it was pretty, pretty hard. And yeah, so that, that year was one very tough year for me and i really struggled a lot i remember i used to cry almost every day i cut off all my friends i didn't want to talk to anybody i switched off switched off my phone i deleted my whatsapp i literally just shut myself out from the world because what was i going to do i mean this was everything i was so dependent on this person and now this person has left and he doesn't even care what happens next you know and that that was a hard bitter for me to pay. I had I had pill for me to swallow, and so. I kept trying honestly it was just a cycle of going back and forth getting drawn back into uh, that situation coming out getting drawn back into it and every single time it destroyed me emotionally the little I had built was the little I had moved on it just came and crushed everything down and so whenever I actually caught myself and just decided to you know block communication and everything the damage was already done and so I had to start from from scratch you know and so i remember at the time i started my sister actually dragged me to a retreat and so i've talked about this in my testimony video but my sister dragged me to a retreat at at vincentian and i remember at that time i was in so much pain every anytime someone would try talking to me honestly i would just cry that is how much it hurt and so she dragged me there and we went and so this time i'm just like yo i am done for i am messed up i am messed up i have no dignity i have no esteem i have no self-worth i have done so many bad things you know i have had sex before marriage and so i'm condemning myself with all these things that i have done and then the, so this <laughs> and then so this priest this priest starts saying that god loves you god loves you god loves you and i'm like how can you love this mess of a person yo god I mean look at me like I am so broken I am so messed up I am so damaged literally I honestly felt like I was just a piece of garbage you know that is how much that is how much I valued myself (laughs) let me just say it like that that is how much I valued myself and honestly coming out of that headspace was one of the most difficult things I can say I have ever experienced and been through and so but anyway from that point of the priest telling me that god loved me yo i cried i really 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 cried because i was like no i am not even worthy i am not even anything you know i am just like nothing literally (laughs) that is how i looked at myself i was just a nothing you know like just a person somewhere who's just worthless and who doesn't who can't amount to anything really but then you know god saw me and he saw something so beautiful he saw his creation he saw his daughter and yeah there's somewhere in the bible that says that god is closest to the brokenhearted and at that point i didn't even feel anything like i didn't even feel god anywhere near me and so it was it was a really hard journey and um I struggled. I struggled with finding myself for well, then so I had to go back to the Bible and see what God says about me, saying I am one fearfully and wonderfully made, and that I am worthy. And it was it was it was such a journey. I must say, it was such a journey. And uh, the healing process wasn't easy, really, because up until now I'm still healing. And you know, it's the triggers. It's the triggers that uh, you see something or you feel something, and it brings back memories. And at that point, you just want to be like so angry and get back at that person and literally just tear them apart but well god is still teaching me and i am still learning and so uh, my anger has definitely definitely gone away and i mean of course (laughs) it was such a struggle by the way at first i was really 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 angry i could just sit down and be like oh no you are going to get you are going to hear from me you know and i will text such long paragraphs (laughs) anyway I will text long very very long paragraphs and i will just tell him whatever was in my head because that is how angry i was and so yeah that was that was really that was pretty much a process and like god is still healing me still healing parts of me and so i learned so many lessons during that relationship it's not to say that i was perfect you no i wasn't perfect i did my fair share of bad things you know and at that period during my campus i remember Uh, whenever I saw a guy a guy who liked me and you know I would want I really wanted out of that relationship but I didn't know how because how do you walk away from someone you're so dependent on how do you walk away from someone and think that someone else is going to find you worthy and so that was really a struggle for me and whenever I would find someone who was nice and I started talking to them and you know they'll tell me things like you're beautiful you I would not even believe them because how do you tell me I'm beautiful I am so broken I am so damaged so what do you see in me and I remember at the time whenever a guy started showing interest I will I will ask them will you date without sex because I knew that is something I really really wanted I really wanted a relationship that did not involve sex but a relationship that will grow in so many other factors in so many other aspects and not involving physical intimacy and so yeah and so uh, but anyway it never happened and I was never able to walk away and so I only walked away after well he got uh, he got a baby and yeah that was one of the toughest things and so I remember I had to deal with so many things I had to deal with so many emotional bondages and I remember learning about soul size and so the, the thing about soul says is, is when you have sex with someone, you get connected, you become one, you literally become one in spirit, in soul, and, you know, you become one body. And so with every person that he, he got intimate with, you know, he carried a part of them and he brought those parts of them with me and he carried a part of me with him and he took that part of, those that part of me to every person he ever got intimate with. And so it's the thought of, you know, someone is walking around with a part of me and I am walking around with so many parts of people of other people that i don't even know that really 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 got to me and you know i finally understood why god tells us that you know uh abstain abstain um until after marriage stay pure and you know honor god with your bodies because your body is the temple of the holy spirit and so yeah and so through that relationship i learned that i really i will uh i really needed to work on what was disturbing me because you know hurt people hurt people that's that's what there is and that's that is so true because i know i have hurt people and i really hurt people and so i burned bridges that i don't think will ever really i will never be able to build back and i, I have made peace with that and that's okay and so uh, I learned that I can, I can never expect someone else to satisfy me because for me, in that relationship, I really needed, I just wanted to feel loved. I wanted someone to tell me that, you know, you're amazing and I love you. I wanted someone to fill that void, this the void that I had in me. And the one thing that I, I have actually learned is that no one, it does not matter who you are, it does not matter what they give you, whether you live in a house of gold, no one will ever, and nothing will ever fill that void that you feel in your heart apart from christ christ is the one who completes you and you know without christ that void will always be there and so i also learned that i can never expect someone else to make me happy sex doesn't make you happy and it's okay to walk away it's okay to walk away it's okay to walk away it's okay to start from scratch because some start from the beginning from the bottom because that was something i was so afraid of and you know it was not until i got to rock bottom that i actually started rebuilding myself well it was rather but god started rebuilding me and you know like putting up one block after the other and it was it was it was not an easy process but i have seen him put brick by brick back and just show me how worthy i am show me how valued i am and so it has been a process and with prayer with the, in uh, dwelling in the word of god that has really been helpful over the years and so yeah the healing hasn't really been easy but it ha- god has been so faithful god has been super 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 faithful and so yeah i think there's a lot to learn from that there's a lot to, there's a lot to talk about and as i said i wasn't perfect i had my own fair share of my fair share of things you know i flirted with guys i, I cheated emotionally honestly i did and so many times i did and I am not really proud of that. I am not proud of that. I wish I had done things differently. I wish at that point, the first time it happened, I wish I had left, you know. And I keep looking back and wondering, why did I leave? And that was a question I really struggled with for a period or a long period of time, I think, about that year. And I kept asking myself, why did I stay? Why did I stay? And so I I was reading a book on boundaries in dating, and, you know, this author says that not making a decision is making a decision and i remember i did not make that decision because i never asked myself why am i staying i kept asking him why did you stay why didn't you just go and do your things and you know and so the the real question that i should have asked myself was why did i stay and till date i'm not sure i really have the right answer on why i stayed but mostly i honestly think that i was that much in love i don't know and uh, a part of me thing a part of me feels like i really really wanted that i really wanted him to change i really wanted h- him to see me for who i am see my worth and you know acknowledge that i was uh, that i was enough but then all that that is something that i needed to acknowledge myself i needed to find myself worth. i needed to acknowledge that i was enough i needed to be enough for myself before i actually expected someone else to see me as enough and there was such a disconnect there so you see getting into a relationship is two broken people bringing your brokenness and not actually knowing how to handle that and not actually being self aware that both of you are broken and that so many of the things that you're doing are not actually related to what is happening at that moment but it's from trauma in childhood and you see for me I got into a relationship with so much trauma of guy is not actually seeing me, guy is not liking me, and guy is rejecting me. And so there was the aspect of rejection in that. And I was still dealing with that. I was still dealing with anger. And so that really that was really amplified in that relationship. And I realized at the end of it that I really, really, really needed to heal. I needed to heal in so many ways. I needed to heal mentally, I needed to heal physically, I needed to heal emotionally and so that is a journey I am still on, and it's beautiful. It is a tough journey, but it is worth everything. It is worth a peace of mind. It is worth the peace on the other side. And so, yeah, um, it, it was a, it was a long relationship. It was a wrong relationship as well. And going back, the one thing I will tell myself is it's okay to not date it's not it's okay to not conform to societal standards it's okay to be enough by yourself it's okay to be weird and it's okay to be afraid of getting your heart broken but you know in the process you learn how to be strong you learn how to value yourself you learn what you want you're able to understand what you need you're able to understand what you deserve and you know you're able to also understand understand yourself understand your emotions understand your trauma and work through that so that you so that you don't inflict pain on someone else and so when i look back at that relationship we were both very toxic very very toxic to each other it was a very toxic relationship because he brought his brokenness he brought his past pain into the relationship i brought my brokenness i brought my past pain into that relationship and so, yeah, that was a lot to deal with for two people who didn't, who are so young, who didn't really know what they wanted out of life and who didn't know what they were looking for in a partner. And so, I mean, uh, this is a conversation I am really excited to continue having. And I hope I am going, I hope to invite a few of my friends to host this with me because uh, the people around me really have a lot to talk about relationships and, you know, this kind of stuff and how. And we'll see how we get healed. How God heals, heals, heals us from sexual wounds, how He heals us emotionally, mentally and physically. And just his love, his love, his abounding love is, I think that that just gives you a whole new perspective on life. and it makes you understand that you are worth. than anything i mean you we are all different but god understands us he sees us and he knows us individually and he values all of us and he loves us unconditionally and so we're going to see we're going to see that we're going to see how to heal and we're just going to walk through this journey in a very beautiful way and welcome the holy spirit into our wounds or into our broken hearts and just uh let him heal us and so yeah i'm really looking forward to that and yes this was a pretty awesome story time yeah thank god for it thank god that he has given me the strength the courage to talk about this because honestly this is not something i talk about it's not something i talk about with my friends and i know this is something i have really avoided talking about because most of the times every time i thought about talking about it you know it just it was such a trigger and i ended up just feeling either angry or just starting to cry but Well, today, thank God. Thank the Lord Jesus. Thank the Holy Spirit for being so present here. And thank you also for Mother Mary for holding my hand and, you know, for being such a mother. And, yes, and to my guardian angel as well. You know, he's always present. Angels are always present. And so I am very, very excited. And so... I want you to know that... be fine and it's okay to walk away and so yeah and i want to leave you with this and you should know that god heals god redeems and he liberates and god forgives and he loves you more than you could ever imagine so yeah join me next time as we talk about healing and as we look into my journey of forgiveness and and the struggle i had uh, forgiving myself so yes i'm really excited to talk about that and go follow me on my instagram page at christian millennial and so until next time god bless